Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio.com, and this is an episode of Future Trek, and I'm your host, Janet Carol Lesson, who am I? Janet Carol Lesson, with Karen Christine Patrick, and we have Neil Gower, and today we're going to talk about, I don't know what we're going to talk about, just all kinds of wonderful things about consciousness and enlightenment and the fun and happy things that are happening in 2018, and we're going to invite everybody to come some come to something somewhere, somewhere on the planet to help get involved hmm. in this enlightenment, uh, what do you call it, portal to the cosmos or stargate to the uh, cosmos. You know, yours is portal to ascension, and my original name for my conference is, is uh, stargate to the cosmos. That may be what we're calling a conference we're yeah. doing in um, in Albuquerque sometime. We're looking at dates. And Karen, my apologies, I downloaded your intro, and then I went to my computer this morning, and it didn't work. <laughs> so I was waiting for my well, okay. to come in and fix it remotely, and he hasn't logged on yet. So then I, go, I come over here, and it's like, oh, I thought I had uploaded that. Anyway, I'm losing my mind. I'm about a month <laughs> from my 64th birthday, and somebody please feed me when I'm 64. and <laughs> still need me. Anyway. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so I'm very excited to have both of you. Um, Karen, would you like to say something, and then we're going to bring on Neil. And uh, Neil, you okay. can tell our listeners about yourself and your work. Go ahead, Karen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This the, the, this is our first show of Future Trek. Um, I think you know our feeling was, you know, we need to talk about the future and we need to define it with our intentions. And so that's kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've spent a lot of time dissecting the things that haven't exactly gone right with life and society and everything, and we wanted to highlight, you know, what the future could be uh, based on, you know, new ideas, you know, all kinds of positive intention, what people are doing, um, and how we're going to go forward in this new year, 2018, uh, and really have a better outcome then I think some people fell from last year. I know I was a little bit like a flat soda, <laughs> you know, in my feelings. But I said, you know, it's it's what you choose it to be and what you intend for it to be. It to be. That's what's important. Right. And I think if people have a, a goal of somewhere they can go to. See, right now we're in this kind of uh, matrix, this box, and it's very small and maybe it's getting smaller every day and it has all these rules and regulations that should and must and all this stuff and it's just like 1984's 
Orwell's 1984, <laughs> combined with the Matrix. And yet there are, there's a way to go outside of this box, and that's what I think Portal to Ascension is about. And the Aquarian uh, radio show and Aquarian Age is about how to get outside of the box, because when you're in it, you can't really see where you're going. But if we give people ideas, you know, like that um, day after disclosure or something, what do we do after disclosure? Uh, then it gives people something to wrap their minds around and the direction of where they can go. And I think that's why people like these time travel movies and stuff. It's like, where can we go outside of this box? Because the box doesn't really serve very many people. It's not a win for all. It's a, you know, top-down thing. There's people at the top that kind of suck off, all, you know, all the uh, people underneath the pyramid. And um, there's somebody looking down their noses at us in every direction. So we're going to go past that. That was now said and done. We're going to bring on Neil Dower who is leading the way with Portals to Ascension. I've met Neil, I can't remember how many years ago, it was many, many years ago, and uh, it was before he went on tour with Dr. Dream, and um, I stayed at this place, he was so generous, he let us stay at his house for a weekend uh, with Ilya, and now he's just, um, you know, he's uh, making quantum leaps into this new reality mm. and taking it. A lot of us with him, and I really admire your work, Neil. So come on, uh, welcome to Future Trek, and tell our listeners about yourself and about your work and about your vision. Yeah, sure. So hi, Karen and Janet. Um, I'm really excited to be here with both of you guys, and my love for the two of you as individuals and a part of this community, the words can't even express it, so I'm really happy to be here with you. And now um, the portal to ascension. So yeah, we did actually meet. And the year we met was 2009. And I was thinking when you said right now 2012, but when you said before the tour, that was 2009. So it's been quite yes. some time. And the year the year we actually met was the year portal to ascension was born. Like I was doing going to these expos, the ones that I met you at, and we connected through, and through going to those events was my inspiration to um, start creating these conferences. Like the first one I went to was Awaken Aware in 2008. And I was, there was like 600 people there all into the same topics, and it was the most amazing experience ever. So there was my intention was like, I want to do this. I want to create gatherings where not only hundreds of people, but we can start creating like um, convention centers and getting thousands of people together. So over the last, what's that, nine years now, I've just been focusing my wow. intention, and we've been building slowly but surely. And we're getting to a point now where we're going to pretty soon, hopefully by the end of this year, Start me able to facilitate these massive expos and conferences on these topics. That would be amazing. I was a part of the Alien Expo last year in mm -hmm. Santa Clara, um, and but it seems like the, there's a lot of people that get locked out of these things, and there are incredible stories out there. Um, being here in the center of a hub on Aquarian Radio Network, I interview thousands of people that have pieces of the puzzle, and we need to connect the dot to assemble this puzzle to get all the pieces that's going to show us the new paradigm and the way into, you know, yes. the Star trek and beyond society. And um, so when you go to, like, uh, some of these big conferences, they, they lock out some of the people that really need a voice. And, uh, you know, it's been perplexing mm. for me. Uh, that it's just all A-listers and the same people over and over and over again. So I'm continually looking for people who have, you know, their pieces of puzzle. Um, these people are coming out of the closet, and it's really hard for some people. 
they're afraid of losing their family, friends, jobs, whatever. And uh, so, anyway, that's, I'm just putting that on the table. So these smaller things are are coming about as well. But I thought one of the things we could do if we do these large gatherings is have a lot of panels. Because on a panel, mm-hmm. you can have six, seven, eight, ten people and address a topic and then have another one and another one. Uh, in some room, that'll be the panel room. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah. it gives the mic to more people that really have a lot to share. And it's just, it's kind of like your your mind gets blown when you start listening to all these people and you, and you go, oh, my God, that's what I, what I talked about with, you know, Susie on a show last year. And here's somebody else and uh, they've got another piece of that puzzle. So, anyway, I'm, I'm encouraging that to include more people, uh, more like a big um, symposium. Let's all come and share what we know. Yeah. And then you can still have people up there, but some way to share. Go ahead. Right. That's, that's exactly what Portal to Ascension is about. Because you go to MUFON event, what's MUFON about? Researching UFOs, right? They, they've let consciousness mm-hmm. in there on some level, but they're mostly about the nuts and bolts research. And then you have um, Contact in the Desert, which is all uh, ET stuff. Then you have Ancient Aliens, which is all ET. And even though, to me, the extraterrestrial question, which is not a question to me, is the most important question out there, right? Like the fact that it's real. Um, ultimately, there's so many different components where it's sustainability, changing the monetary system, free energy devices, uh, advanced technology. So Portal to Ascension, we're like the one-stop shop for consciousness where you, you, know, you get all of that stuff. Like we have sacred sexuality workshops. We have conscious nutrition workshops. So it's cool because we're, we've actually become one of the few places that I've noticed where a lot of people that even have conflicting views come into one um, platform in order to b- debate, you know, their views so that they can come up with a consensus or they can, you know, we can kind of figure things out rather than everybody having their own perspectives and judgments on each other. So Portal to Ascension, I call it like an unconditional platform, an unconditional platform for consciousness where we have all these varying perspectives, but the ultimate goal and the only agenda we truly have is that we're promoting a positive timeline in the future. You know, that, that's like my rule of thumb with all presenters is whether they're promoting doom, doom and gloom. You know, I do my own research and stuff, but if they're putting, uh-huh. promoting doom and gloom, like we're going to be screwed, slave, slave race, I kind of like don't resonate with that. But even if they're saying like, hey, there might be some chaos right now, but, you know, we're ascending into this ascended world, that I agree with because I feel we might need some of this um, basic comforts might need to be taken from us so we can have a different world where we are more in harmony with the planet. But ultimately, no matter what, the ascension is happening. You know, the Zodiac cycle is real. We're evolving to this higher level. So that's the people that I really want to attract in our community right now and start creating events with. Yeah, the whole thing about the doom, the doom, doomsday or the doomsters and the apocalypse, we call it. I have, a, I have a girlfriend who wrote a song, Apocalypse, we should play it sometime, make fun of it. Because you can, we can create that. We can go there individually mm-hmm. or collectively if you want to go there. But I don't go there. I I. You know, I'm very connected with the extraterrestrials. I have been coming, you know, let's see, how can I say? I've, I've been having experiences since the crib. I came in and remembered a lot of my 
things that I was involved with before I came here. I still, to this day, like last night, I was really on another planet and having all these experiences. Just about every night, I'm some different place. I know I, I'm a multidimensional being simultaneously having many experiences. And I was shown the uh, 24 major timelines, the probabilities of where we could go. Mm-hmm. And Tolik had the same, the same uh, um, they showed him the same vision. And I was four years old, but when I was on the ship, I was like my eternal self. At that point, um, they just put it back in my lap. They said, you know, you're the chooser. Do you want to go into the planet-wide blow-up in World War III? Uh, but there's a lot of – there's 12 positive ones, and you can go into any one of those. And these are just a limited perspective of all the possibilities of where you could go as consciousness incarnate. And, of course, I chose a, a – so I'm not I'm not going into apocalypse. So and I really encourage yeah. people to. I know we're programmed with that from from the get go through religions and the cultural conditioning. Even if you are you're an atheist and a and a Christian or, or Muslim or you know whatever religion, you still imprint all these negative uh, thoughts and paradigms. Even the New Age community. I have so many people. I just love them all, but they just go down that. Um, you know, we're going to die in World War Three, or the cool shit, they're in their beer room, and I just go, oh, yeah. come on, haven't we done that one, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's seriously a shift, in, it's a shift in consciousness, so whatever we collectively energize, we're going to create. So if the doom and gloomers, like, end up getting the majority of the world on their side, like, maybe that's the reality we'll create, but it's that malleable, like, well, that's why, like, I'm out there just spreading love and light and spreading the message of oneness and how we're all interconnected because the more people that um, resonate with that, the more people that are aware, awake to that, the more of a chance we have to create that reality. So, and I feel like it's happening right now. And I, I see there's a lot of chaos in the world, like with the political stuff, with terrorism and all this. I see that as necessary um, cleansing and purging of the old karma. And it's just coming to an end. Like, there's a little bit of anger, a little bit of frustration when you realize you've been lied to, when you realize the system is so corrupt, when you realize that the elite and the politicians don't have your best interest in mind, everyone's going to be pissed. But the cool thing is that now there's so much awareness out there that as soon as those people start waking up and being angry, we are the people, we're the light showers that can funnel them to the spiritual essence of who we really are. Yes, Karen, what would you like to say? Oh, I'm just in, in feeling uplifted already. I, I had a conversation with someone a number of years ago, kind of a person who believed in like a religious Armageddon kind of thing. And I said, well, is that what you want to have happen? And he was like, mm-hmm. no, it's going to happen no matter what I think about it. It's in the Bible. All this. I said, but is that what you want? And he kind of went, well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yeah, yeah I was kind of raised in a, in a political, um, religious, uh, you know, doom and gloomy kind of uh, background. And it really got to me. It was very soul crushing. And finally I woke up on one day and I thought, well, even if it does happen, why don't I just have a po- as positive of a life as I can up until that mm-hmm. moment? You know, because it, my quality of life, if I worry and I'm negative, it's going to be worse than if I just don't think it's going to happen and I just live my life. And that was the beginning of realizing how much uh, that you choose to experience. Now, there is someone that can come and mess your day up. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. But you can even recover from that faster if 
you're mm-hmm. making the choice and you put those intentions uh, that you're going to uh, see this as positively as you can or be persistent. And I have a, a, a life motto, walk it through. Just walk it through whatever the thing that's making you feel negative and see what's on the other side of it. Don't let it, like, stop you, you know. And I can attest that at this point in my life, um, all the good things happening to me now were as a result of making that intention and that choice um, amidst a lot of difficulty and a lot of, you know, stress and issues and problems. I'm not saying it was a, you know, a rosy path or anything. Well, rosy paths have thorns, right? <laughs> so you, know, you have to put yeah. up with that. Right, but I mean, yeah, it's and and so you know, going into this, okay, we got the whole world uh, looks haywire. It kind of always has. I don't recall when it hasn't looked haywire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so okay, so how do we want to feel about it? And I like what you said, uh, Neil, about being the kind of the neutral platform because we have a lot of smart people who are working pretty hard at trying to research and understand things, and they kind of land all over the place and don't agree. But uh, one Mm -hmm. of the things my ET friend said is integration. That's how we reverse all this stuff that's separating us, and it's inter-grace. So we have grace with each other, or who's right or who's wrong or I'm wrong, I don't know. And we have gratitude for each other that you're trying, you know, and that can go a long way with other people. Yeah. Like that. It's um. I just want to say one thing, and I'll pass it back to you. You know, it's like that uh, story that my husband always tells me. Yeah, there's a barn full of shit, but underneath there, there's a pony somewhere. <laughs> so it's like that little mm-hmm. boy or the little girl. It's like, oh, they don't even see the all the crap. They just see, oh, there's the pony. So every day is the best of day, best of times and the worst of times. You know, and um, right. I wake up the and I just go, city. well. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm in this duality, and I, but I can change things. I've been playing with that a lot about being the um, manifester, and I and I remember a uh, incarnation or existence. I don't even know if I was in a solid. Uh, I was kind of a humanoid form where I was a uh, a terraformer, a planetary creator, and I wasn't the only one. There was a whole group, and I I clearly have that as a memory and. Uh, it first came to me in hypnosis, but then there are different things that uh, once you have a hypnotic session and you recover something, then things trigger you throughout your life. So, uh, and then I read um, uh, what is it called uh, 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 the, the book Life Between Lives uh, by oh, it's a doctor. Uh, I can't think. No, not the Loris Cannon. It, it's the hypnosis people, and they take people into the, the Life Between Lives. And I'm drawing a blank right uh. now. And they they have. 40,000 sessions they've done with thousands of therapists and, you know, 40,000 people regressed into the life between lives. Um, they, we have, we have um, threads of existence in, in the interlife. It would be good to have somebody from that institute. It's called the Michael Newton Institute, uh, Dr. Michael Newton. It, there's people all over the planet. We can get somebody to come and talk about it, or, or we can, um, you know, have them come in. But they, they explained that uh, – you know, everybody goes to the same place, <laughs> um, but your beliefs affect it, of course, where you're going. Um, there are things that we do on on that dimension, which, uh, you know, I was a, I identify as a terraformer, but there's all kinds of things you can be doing. But 
there's a threat of you that comes down into physical form. So if you're an advanced um, soul, so to speak, or one that's really, you know, done their work, you can simultaneously exist in many dimensions, many planes, many vibratory frequencies. Even on the earth, you can have three or four incarnations at the same time because time is the illusion of the third dimensional physicality. So anyway, it's a fascinating series of books by Dr. Michael Newton Institute, and I highly recommend it. And it's not the only book out there, but it it kind of like was an eye-opener for me explaining this thing that I had been experiencing and remembering already. So, but I love your idea of the neutral platform. I love, uh, you know, not going down the apocalypso thread with doom and gloomers. Um, I don't mind looking at that in my, you know, my shows, but I go, okay, we're going to do this for about a half an hour. And then we're going to come out the positive side with some resolutions and, you know, and I, and I always bring through, even when I do private sessions, I go, okay, let's go into it, crank it up. Yeah. Tell me the worst thing. <laughs> and we're going to go somewhere where you can cry, you can scream, you can tell people off, alive uh, or dead, you can tell them off, and then we're just going to uh, do that for a while. And then when you, you're done, when you feel like it's out of you, it's like an exorcism, right? Then we're going to, we're going to reprogram into a positive uh, outcome, and then you can start living your life from that more positive perspective. But ultimately, we all have co-created this. So, you know, exactly. when you want to go down into this doom and gloom stuff, you know, and if you're going to do it, crank it up yeah. and enjoy it. But I'm not going with you. <laughs> I'm going over to yeah, yeah. Uh, higher consciousness. Go ahead, Neil. Your turn to talk. Yeah, that's why I used to be um, – I like when I first woke up in 2001, 2010, I went deep into ETs and I went deep into conspiracies. By 2006, I was like – Knees deep into conspiracies. I was, I was like, swine flu is going to take us out. Illuminati's got us controlled. Depopulation agenda. Georgia Guidestones. Like, I was tripping out. And it took me or until 2008. Happened to be a year before I met you. Um, I didn't realize that, you know, the missing link was love. The missing link was consciousness. I knew it was spiritual stuff. I knew it had to do with vibration frequency. That there's ETs involved. That there's this cabal that could have some ET bloodline. But I didn't really know that it was like completely about spirituality in the bigger picture and how we're all part of this one web of consciousness. And even the experiences of darkness are actually experiences of light because we signed up to experience this duality. Therefore, we chose to come here in order to have you know spiritual growth. Like we came here to forget we have amnesia, and that's not really a common thing throughout the universe. So we're here to figure out how to embody light in a world where we forget our connection to source. So in 2008, when I realized that, that's when everything changed for me. That's when Portal Dissension was born because it was like, uh, okay, so now I, I see what's happening. So even though we we present, like we did a whole entire workshop with Stephen Greer called The Cosmic False Flag, which was exactly what's happening right now since December 16th. Six months ago, we did an event where he told us that this was going to happen. And it was like, he was just basically saying, you know, this is what the government tends to do, but obviously we got to raise our consciousness so we don't allow this to happen. But Wait, we, we slow, still put slow that it out down. There. So what is the? What did yeah. he say that the government intended? Slow that down okay. a little bit because you're you're going excited yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're so, all excited. But let's slow this so, down a little bit. Go ahead. Um, so we produce and stream all of Stephen Greer's events the last three years, and um, like six, I think it was like eight, nine months ago, we did an event in Vegas called the Cosmic False Flag, and this was about uh-huh. the fact that the 
the U.S. government is trying to do some type of drip disclosure in order to bring about um, uh, a disclosure where they unite all the world's governments um, under a secret space program kind of thing where we unite in order to weaponize space against an alien threat because now everybody knows about ETs. But the way they're going to do it is that they're going to create using project, I think it was project Blue, uh, Blue Beam or Blue Book something, the holographic project that they have uh, where they're going to create right, a holographic yes. alien invasion, a hol- holographic alien invasion, and they were going to unite and win the war, and then the whole world unites around this one, you know, one world government. And he did an right. event uh, saying about all of this stuff, and he said that they're going to come out with it, they're going to be military officials, these are the crafts that they're going to show us. He showed the graphs, it was on YouTube right now, he showed the images of the crafts that they were going to release. Tom DeLonge came out, oh. same images. Um, the story, he even told a story about Tom DeLonge and how Tom DeLonge and him had a uh, falling out like a few years ago because Tom DeLonge has this whole alien evil threat kind of thing and Stephen Greer has this whole alien awesome energy kind of thing. So they both split ways. So he said all this stuff and even I was sitting there and I was like, ah, I don't know if it's going to be an alien threat, holographic thing, one world government. That kind of seems a little too far-fetched for my consciousness right now. But then all of a sudden on December 16th, everything he said, everything he said to the T came out. Tom DeLonge even did interviews where he spoke about his connection to Stephen Greer and all the things that Stephen Greer has been saying in the last 10 years that everybody took his hearsay for a long time came out as truth through all of this stuff, even the craft that he was showing. You know? So it was interesting yeah. that, you know, that awareness came out. But ultimately, I don't think that the false flag is going to happen. I think that's the intention. So what I'm getting back to is the intention might be like the false flag, alien threat, but what really is going to happen is just by telling people ETs exist – I think opens our consciousness to the possibility of contact. And I feel that um, the more of us that are open to this, the more likely we're going to have open contact with higher dimensional beings. So I don't feel we're going to go down that dark route. And um, Stuart Swerdo came to my house, what was that, 2000, I don't know, two, two, three or four, something like that. And same thing, he Mm -hmm. was part of the Project Montauk, and he said that they had this false flag thing, and, and George Green has said about it. And so... Yeah, there's all these false flag scenarios, but um, Caroline Corey says that there's a a higher operating system than the matrix, you know, that we have here. And Mm -hmm. that is superseding uh, because we're all connected through this grid, not just here in the earth grid, but the grids are connected to each other. So, you know, we're feeding, it's that same pyramid, like you said, we're, you, you, you've interviewed him. Um, we're, we're feeding the, the grid and the grid is feeding us and we keep up-leveling. So the more we up-level ourselves individually, we, we, we seem to think that we're um, helpless little victims down here. We can't do anything, but we're all crazy consciousness. And all we have to do is work on ourselves and then uh, yeah. pull that out of, of other people. Everybody has it within them. If you go around fighting with everybody and, and talking stink and negative stuff and competitive, and you're going to go down a dark hole with them. But you can uplift yourself and then uplift people around you. And just like you, Neil, you keep talking about the positive, the the positive outcome. So anyway, I know there's a way, and it sounds complex and it's hard to explain, but this is what I'm getting in my downloads. I have not had any negative experiences. I'm going to be 64 years old, and mine have been all positive. And I know some people go, oh, Stephen Greer, it's all positive. Huh. I'm not saying that the negative ones don't exist. I'm just saying that yeah. you, as the person traveling through the cosmos, can attract 
the positive experiences into your world. And if you don't like it, change the channel. You know, go down a different lane on the great highway of life and, and be in charge of your own life by boundaries and not listening to the stuff and not associating with the people that bring you down. <laughs> you know, just hang out with people that bring you up. And guess what? You create a grid of energy at, that gets to, to the tipping point and you can bring up everybody. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's like that 100 monkey thing. And that's been exactly. proven that's, by quantum physics. Yeah. Right, right. Go that's ahead, what turn. I believe. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. That's kind of like the mission of portal ascension is just to assist in the, the 100th monkey effect, allow us to get a critical mass. I don't know what number that is if, or if there even, even is a percentage, but we're just taking it to the next level. So this year, like from now until October, I have 200 events scheduled, and that's like 250 days. Oh, my days. God. And we, we, have, we have free events every month in Irvine. We have free events every month in Boulder. Um, we have um, about three webinars a month already scheduled from now to October. A new website just launched two days ago with every event on it. And then we have oh. um, three tours that we're doing. We're doing the Lost Civilizations Tour. with um, We're going to have uh, Brian Forster, uh, Michael Tellinger, Hugh Newman, and a few other uh, ancient civilization speakers on that tour. And we have the Disclosure Tour where we're going to go with Disclosure speakers around the world. And then we're going to find, uh, finish the year off with a tour with Graham Hancock. So we're hitting the road, and every single one of these events are going to be live streamed too. But the intention really is to start the process of not only going to local communities to have conversations about extraterrestrial awareness. Like the free events we do everywhere are all like little town hall meetings where people are getting together to talk about Ascension and ETs. And we have different featured speakers every single month. And then the Lost Civilizations Tour is designed to start the process of rewriting the history book because our history is so distorted, it's ridiculous. So we're going to start now lobbying different governments, even emailing them, contacting people, and start seeing how we can bring in practical change so that we can actually start teaching the world about the true world history, but not on a small level like a webinar with 100 people, but on a mass level through like tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of people. So how do we uh, get involved? Uh, Karen and I and all of the people that we work with, we have pieces of the puzzle. We love presenting. We love, you know, connecting the dots and sharing information. Yeah. This sounds phenomenal what you're doing. And I'm on your website, and I can't figure out how to get it. Is it ready yet? It just seems like a... Yeah, yeah. Um, Where, what site are you on? Big, um, dot org or dot com? Uh, I went to dot com. So do I go to org? Dot, go to dot org. Dot org, yep. Yeah. Okay, com is it's pretty. It's yeah. very pretty, but it says it's coming yeah. soon. Okay, so let me go to org. Oops. So okay. Yeah. So it we says just created the a, connection on private. Are you are you not getting in? Let me let me try again. Yeah, portal to ascension org should work. Hey, I have a question. It's good to test these things. <laughs> go yeah. ahead, you talk while I'm. Up the, yeah, yeah. The um, no, tour. I was I was really uh, excited to hear about your local free events. We we uh, in anticipation of we just moved to an area that's uh, got a lot of awake and aware people. So I'm interested. I've done local types of things in the past. Um, uh, what like uh, is it is it a situation where it helps uh, people find meetings in their own area? How's that been going for you on the local stuff? 
So, okay, so we just started the Boulder ones we're starting this month. So we've been doing Irvine for around four months now. And we started with Miriam Delicato, who's an experiencer. We had like 150 people there. Been getting like 50 to 100 people. And what we're attempting to do is because we're doing a huge conference in Irvine on October 5th, 6th, and 7th next year. So we're attempting to get a lot of local support and really um, gain the, get the community together and start these meetups so that we can build a foundation for when we do our, our big live event here. So it's been doing well. I'm kind of experimenting with it right now. And I'm, I really want to do like a longer event where we do like a, maybe a presentation. For example, Steve Bassett will be there next month and he'll do a two-hour presentation, but then maybe start with an hour of networking or end with an hour of networking so we can all talk and see how we can come together. But I want to start, like, like I want to reach out to people that want to create PTA meetings, like it's a play on words instead of parent-teacher association, it's portal to ascension meetings, and we're going to have local PTA meetings in cities all around the world, and the intention is once a month for us to get together to talk about conscious projects, ascension, um, maybe just spread awareness, talk about one extraterrestrial race and go into depth about it, all things that are conscious, maybe talk about the new discovery that they've had in Peru of the... Um, some pyramid or something, you know, like just local groups where we can start having super conscious conversations. And my goal is by the end of 2018 to have at least like five or six cities around the world just running monthly events. That's great. It's kind of like think galactically, but act locally, (laughs) which is, which is awesome. And and I think that's where it's at. I I think um, I've been uh, feeling it uh, towards the end of this year to really work uh, locally. I'm kind of fortunate being in New Mexico is culturally, New Mexico is very open. I mean, your average, you know, I'll talk, to, I'll get have a meeting with someone at a restaurant and I'll have a waiter come over and ask me, hey, where's your meeting? I want to know. My sister saw a UFO. I mean, it's more, I'm fortunate in being in a culture that already is open, uh, but not, not everywhere that I've been has been the case. And yet I think, uh, People really want to blow the doors open. They're, what we kind of see is we've had the professional investigator class, you know, uh, kind of running mm-hmm. the, the the whole, uh, you know, t- discussion, right? And I think that the ex- the experiencer-based ones or, or people who are still searching or they're co- becoming, they're looking into consciousness things or they've had experiences yeah. of all kinds are going, now, wait a second, I don't want to be shushed just because I'm still sorting my thing out. And then when you get experiencer researchers together, or just even when we've interviewed people, there's always that one little thing that that will get back to us and say, oh, gosh, I had that happen to me too, you know. And I think um, mm-hmm. something I learned in uh, recently, I was reading an article in psychology, that if you have an experience, but you don't talk to somebody or express it in some way, your brain like makes it puts it in the the, the store, storage room in the back, you know, until you hear something similar and then it becomes like prominent and important and real and relevant to you. And we've been having all of these experiences uh, put on the back burner, and I think it's just been like a log jam about ready to break. People really, really want right. to talk about this. I, I know you know that from your experience. Yeah, and I, I am actually starting to work with experiences more now. Like, obviously, we did the experience here in Contact B two-day conference with each other like a year ago, 
And I haven't really right. had that many experiences on it. I have, I mean, I, I have a lot of experiences because a lot of these individuals have experiences, but they're not like into the experience or movement like the two of you, like Ray Hernandez, like Edgar Mitchell, the ones that are like hardcore experiencer, you know, that are bringing out this awareness and this research. But what I've realized, like, I just had a, a meeting with Ray Hernandez a few weeks ago, and he was like showing me all these statistics that they're gathering from experiences all over the world. That are you guys aware of this by any chance? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, worked with three, I worked with three. I worked with three a couple of years okay, ago okay. when they first got started. It's an excellent survey. So for for everybody listening who doesn't know, is that they're creating surveys on individuals' experiences all around the world and coming up with statistics about how their experiences are, and they're disproving a lot of um, a lot of stereotypes in regards to experiences, especially negative experiences, experiences with grades, experiences with reptilians, and it's extremely valid research because. Pretty soon when, like, disclosures happens and extraterrestrial awareness is more common, these statistics are what we're going to have to implement in our understanding of these beings. So what I'm doing now is I want to have a whole component of portal detention where we continue to have the experiencers. Because it's, it's a shame because a lot of people only listen to the nuts and bolts, factual UFO sighting information. But really, you got to realize that we've been in contact with these beings for a long time, and a lot of individuals having experiences with them right now it's not like they're still out there and we're just researching them it's actually happening so the experiences are are a cornerstone in i feel disclosure as well as channeled information but um, obviously you got to vet out your channeling but i feel first contact is going to be channeling on some level where we're going to start communicating with different consciousnesses through our own meditative practices uh, before we even have maybe open contact with the landing you know well, what we're I'd doing agree. is synthesizing. Yeah, I'll pass back to you just a second. We're we're synthesizing the the, the information that's coming from the contacting experiencers, from the researchers, and from the channelers, and and any any other way the information comes. And if you look at it and correlate it, you'll find, um, the, you know, the, where they're compatible and they're they're. Accessing something, we always say in therapy, mm -hmm. uh, somebody will say, oh, I can't go there. I'm just making it up. And Sasha will say, well, where are you making it up from? Everything that exists, <laughs> you know, materially or, or, or energetically, uh, you know, has been formed and is available and it's, it's ac accessible in the coherent field. Yep. So just pull it in. And so people are pulling it in. So if you're having experiences with extraterrestrials, it, it becomes irrelevant about where it began. It's like a chicken or egg dis, uh, discussion. It's like this is what's happening. You're pulling it into your, your life, into your existence. It's relevant to your current now and to where we're going. So let's pay attention to it and correlate the information. So uh, we're having a lot of fun with experiencers. They have the, um, the key to the secret space program. Um, that's the key to us waking up completely because the technologies already exist for everything, yep. for clean, green energy, for space travel, interplanetary, universal, for um, extreme longevity, if not physical immortality, for cures for all diseases, for fair uh, distribution System. I don't even want to call it governments or governments or um, Karen and I have done some things on the um, uh, basic minimum needs economy, how everybody 
who is in a physical form wherever you are in the cosmos, you get your needs met. <laughs> you know, you don't have to yeah. get out and slave just to get your base chakra needs met. So we're looking at all these things because uh, I've been looking at, you know, the ancient alien and all that stuff for years. And um, But uh, Sasha and I are both nerds, and we can't help ourselves. We're always... Um, examining and exploring and investigating and writing about these things and we have all these incredible people coming to us, they want to be on our shows and I've just gone crazy I've, I've booked for the next two or three months in between when I'm traveling but I'm I'm getting out yeah. there I've got it very strong heading into 2018, this is the year That's of disclosure but it's not going to show up the way we think it is it's going to come from a grassroots yeah movement like what you've led yeah. and Karen's led and we've all anyway I'm gonna stop talking about next person. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't been I haven't been so excited. I haven't been so excited about a year than I have about this year for a long time. And I feel that a lot of what you just listed that are all the different components that some of the components you're working on are really gonna start emerging this year. And one of them is the cure for cancer. Like, we don't need to be sick. There's so many different people that have cured it, different plant medicines that have assisted with it, that we don't need to be, like, as sick as we are on this planet. And even just changing the collective diet of a country to maybe, like, from table salt to, like, Himalayan salt, there's so many different things that we can just implement that can really help change and cure and, like, get rid of a lot of illness. And the... What's happened is the cover-up on every level when it comes down to cancer, when it comes down to, um, like, having to use petrol cars, when it comes down to the secret of the extraterrestrial presence, the cover-up has become such a huge lie that they can't withhold it anymore and they can't keep pushing it forward. So what they need to do now is they need to disclose it, but they need to do it in their way where they can still maintain control. So a lot of this stuff is coming out, and a lot of other components like – cancer cures are coming out because they really can't say that it's not, they can't do it anymore because all the studies are coming out that these are actually having benefits against reversing cancer cells. So I'm extremely excited this year because like, I don't know if you guys know, but the language barrier just got obliterated um, like two months ago. And you know, the whole Sumerian story about how we're all different languages. So we can't communicate with each other right. and Google, Google, Google and um, this other private company and this other one in Japan last December, just a few weeks ago, released devices for around 200 to $300 where they translate up to 20 different languages in real time, just like Star Trek. And it's out. You can buy it now. Oh, wow. So the, this, this year, 2018 is the year that we have, like, fixed the karma of the Anunnaki. <laughs> it's like we can now communicate with each other once again, you know? So like I'm tripping out and I've never been so excited in my life. Like, like I'm ready to do this now. And I, the whole Christmas, I was working all day, Christmas, midnight. Like I'm like, Oh my God, this is happening. I'm so amped up that I'm just doing this 24 seven. I've been 13, 14 hours straight work sessions for two months now just to launch this whole new website. And I know it's going to pay off. Yay. And that's wonderful because I, Mm -hmm. 
I've been wanting to travel more into countries that don't speak English, so I just need one of these little universal translators, and then I won't be so lost in these uh, countries that are not speaking English. Cool. As soon as they come out, there, I'll, I'll get one. I'm going to head to Europe and other places. So, well, this is very exciting, and that's what I, you know when you when you're looking at something and you, you find yourself saying, uh, you know, the dread. Like words of dread, like oh, I'm scared of this. You know, flip it around. Say I'm excited. <laughs> then you take back your reality. Yeah. You find there's always something in everything, even though it's it feels so uh, bad or horrible. Whatever, where you get excited about and take it and turn. Each person can turn it around and make it something good for themselves and everybody. So I'm excited. Um, so let's talk a little bit. We we have just about 15 minutes left of the hour we we were going yep. to do. Uh, let's talk about some of these events that you have coming. Uh, slow it down a little bit. Uh, Karen has hers. I'm mine's still. I'm kind of like working on it. I'm trying to play telephone tag with people to get the venue. So let's yeah. go. Yours is more concrete, and Karen's is more concrete. What are What are For you sure. doing? What are the, so, the next next three months? What's going on? Let's slow it down. Okay. Well, let me um, first by start by saying we just launched. Um, three websites. We just relaunched uh, Portal to Ascension two days ago. So on our website now, you can sign up for free membership access, and you get hundreds of hours of the webinars that are now free on our site. You can upgrade anytime. It's like a full-on Netflix-like website for consciousness. And then we launch Global Ascension Tours, which is our touring a- agency for conscious presenters. So now we're going to start booking tours, managing events, uh, live streaming, for conscious presenters, we've done a tour with Michael Tellinger. We've done a tour with Trisha McCannon. We have one with Graham Hancock, another one Brian Forster, Stephen Gray, and Paula Harris scheduled for this year. And then we launched the third component, so like the trinity of Portal to Ascension, which is ConsciousLivestreams.com, and the business is called Stream of Consciousness. So if anybody there is a conscious presenter, conscious workshops, or whatever, and you want your event live streamed for an extremely affordable price, check out ConsciousLivestreams.com. And it's conscious uh, it's live stream services for businesses designed for the evolution of consciousness. And it's it's so great that like you can literally fly me out to Australia to live stream your event and it's cheaper than hiring someone that lives on your same street in Australia because we've subsidized it with what we're generating from Portal to Ascension, allowing us to do this. So we're we're going full throttle with all those this year. Now for the next three months. Uh, first event that's coming up, like the major event, is the Extraterrestrial Disclosure Online Summit, which is our third ET disclosure event. We did two last year, and that's January 20th and 21st. We have um, Grant Cameron, we have Nick Pope, Trish McKinnon, we have um, Brian Forrester, um, Jordan Sather, and like John D'Souza, who worked for the FBI, and then also an individual called Michael Schratt, who was actually an aeronautical engineer working for the black ops pro- programs and he actually utilized reverse engineering technology to make craft for the u.s government so he's doing his first presentation on our event where he's going to be talking about that and then after that we're going to have um an event with trisha mccannon and then another event after that with um, brian forrester so but you can go to our website we have the next five months worth of events are up on the website right now portalprescension.org and within a week Within a week to two from now, every single event that we have scheduled, three webinars a month, um, four different tours, live streams, 
and the expos and conferences we're going to be doing, they're all going to be on our website. So we're going to just be on the road all year doing these events. Wonderful. Karen, tell us a little bit more about what's shaping up for you. Who's, do you have any idea who you're going to invite and those types of things? Yes, and I apologize for my barky dog in the background. She's a guard dog. So if you hear her, she's, she's oh, doing her <laughs> Oh, good. In um, here. Yes, uh, when I moved to um, oh, Silver City, New Mexico, December 1st, my partner, Brett Shepard, and I, uh, it, it was with the full intention uh, early on to start some kind of local event. And the reason why we came here, because we did two events here, big small events, and the uh, as we had small audiences, but boy, were they enthusiastic. We have a, a community here that's very open to a lot of different topics. So uh, I started working <clears throat> on an event that I've been calling Silver City Cosmic Days. It's going to be in September. We're going to have some details coming along uh, in, a, in a later show here on Future Check. Um, but in the meantime... The uh, whole panel of speakers from the Mars Anomaly Research Society uh, made a request to be the speakers for our first event, which uh, we were, uh, myself, you, Janet, you and Sasha, Brett, Colin Shepard, Andrew Bishago, Billy Carson, the whole bunch of us, Louis Michael Reinhardt, we were, uh, uh, Thomas Mikey Shorter, can't forget everybody, we were on Mobile, yeah. Alabama last year for a, a, an amazing uh, event, and this year we're going to bring it to Silver City. Um, it's going to be the seventh annual Mars Anomaly Research Society Conference. And it's kind of interesting because, yeah, we're going to have anomalies. They're really cool for Mars far out. But we're going to get some in-depth case studies. Um, Brett Collins Shepard is going to talk about the, uh, the uh, Nikola Tesla radio telescope was pointed to Mars in 1924 and got a signal back. He's, he, he kind of briefly talked about it, but he's going to go into it in depth. Of course, we have Andrew Bushago. He's going to be talking about, uh, continuing to talk about his Mars jump room experiences. Uh, Louis Michael Reinhardt, we're trying to get him to talk about the Foresight Institute, remote viewing a domed area of Mars and what they discovered. Um, and I know, Janet, you and Sasha are going to say, do something about the Anunnaki, and uh, maybe Billy Carson <laughs> as well. And I'm going to talk about the PSYOP, how do you battle the uh, consensus reality show. I really want to empower people to feel confident about their experiences and how to argue with your skeptic friend and win. And so you know, that's what I want to contribute. <laughs> that's awesome. That's uh, and awesome. it's a beautiful little town. It's a little uh, a touristy town, great restaurants, great uh, ambiance. So that's what we're doing in Silver City, probably 6th, 7th, and 8th, I think, or 9th in Silver City, New Mexico. But we'll have more information uh, in this coming uh, what week. month? What month was it September, again? September. My favorite oh, month. Oh, September. Of yeah, September. that's great. Yeah, and so uh, what we're going to do with our conference is focus on the Secret Space Program um, and then the, the regular experiencers, and we're going to have a lot of panels. And we're looking at the uh, ancient aliens and extraterrestrials from ancient to modern and. Um, of course, the Anunnaki, because the Anunnaki are still there. <laughs> when you go into conspiracy, yep. I've been really researching it. They are the ones <laughs> behind the throne, the crown. I really recommend watching um, Victoria and uh, the crown, and it'll give you some insights into what's been going on, because 
basically Enki, when he was leaving town or going under into the back um, back end of the whole drama, what was going on, he set up the priesthoods and the kingships. And it's an unbroken chain going all the way back thousands of years. And yes, mm. yes, Virginia, you know, Jesus is an Anunnaki. So we've been bringing that forth with a lot of our researchers, and we're going to work on that. I would love to get um, a couple of these researchers. A lot of a lot of the Anunnaki researchers have passed, or they've gotten so old they can't get out there. So we've got to get the next generation out here. And so hoping to bring in uh, Glenn Bogue from Canada. He's written, um, he has four books. He says, one, he can't publish it because he's an attorney. And uh, he's got some very high-level cases. And until he gets through that, he can't publish the last book because it's going to blow everybody's mind. It really has incredible information in his research. He's, he's, uh, yeah, so as soon as I can, I'll bring that forth. And then once he gets, he's um, doing some major cases in, for the indigenous peoples of Canada, like bringing their cases to the international court. So God bless you. Glad he's doing a lot of hard work. So this is very, very exciting what all of us are doing here. And I know there's ways that we can uh, correlate with you and combine our yeah, efforts. That's, that's what I see is, to, sure. is uh, you know, there's a bunch of arguments about, nuts and bolts against this and that and like the mediator in the center is like come on let's come together there's so few of us yeah. <laughs> so few yeah of us. i'm into it all you know time. yeah 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 so if go you ahead, guys you. if you guys have any no, no i was gonna say i'm into i understand i'm with you i'm into it at all like all the spiritual stuff the channeling the consciousness and nuts and bolts you know the conspiracies so I was going to say that if you guys want to um, collaborate or co-produce anything, let me know because I'm I'm open to it all, and we can add more events to our schedule. But what I really want to get into is the live conferences. Like I've been ever since 2012 when we did our live conference in Irvine, I've been attempting to get back into doing that. So the October event is going to be like a milestone in everything we've been working towards. Like we finally made it full circle back to doing the live event. And I want to create those events yes. worldwide, like an annual event in, um, in California, annual event in London, an annual event in New York, maybe an annual event in Hawaii. You know, the, the universe is an abundant place, so I, don't, I just know we build it, we team up with the right people, and everyone will come. Yes, and I'm interested in co-creating a, an annual event here in Hawaii. I have a local person that's, you know, going to work with me, and then I'd like to uh, – collaborate with you. I'd like to bring Karen and everybody over here. Uh, I have a very uh, large house that I can fix up rooms for people. So I need to do a GoFundMe yeah. to fix up the the, uh, the temple here. And this is why my roots, I started with Tantra. And then there's, a, you know, the, the Anunnaki brought Tantra to the earth. So it's all connected when you look at it. It's just amazing. And I'm a lifelong experiencer. And I literally... Uh, last year, the, the, about a year and a half ago, I had a, I call it the sport model. In broad daylight, this, this craft came right about, I don't know, 10 feet above my deck and hovered there for 15 minutes and it talked to me. It was telepathic and it was communicating to me. And I went to take a picture and it said, if you move and take a picture, I will blink out. I'm not going to let you take a picture. So, 
I, I think if we had a CE5 type thing here at my property, we could call them in. Yeah. I get so much contact here, and they, I don't have the night vision goggles, or you know, they're all so expensive. But uh, if we get something over here, we'll have a you know maybe some little smaller private gatherings on this property. I've been told that this is a portal, and there's portable ascension. That this is a portal. My land here. And behind us is called the home of the gods, the mountain. I didn't know that. I I talked to someone who had talked to a, a Hawaiian. It was a woman, uh, some kind of whatever she was in the 70s, and she said that this is the home of the gods up here, and mm-hmm. I'm across from Haleakala, which has the secret space program, the harp technology, and that's supposed to be like I know maybe seven to 13 floors deep. In, inside of Haleakala. So this is a magical place to do the UFO stuff. And, and we can bring in Dr. Michael Sala. Have you worked with Dr. Sala at all? Yeah, I'm actually about to work with him for the first time in August. We just scheduled an event together. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So we're, mm-hmm. we want to, um, I don't know if he went to, he had planned to go to Italy or something, but hopefully he stayed in the States and or at least he'll stay connected. Okay, we just have a five minutes. Let's, have, let's wrap it up. Okay, um, Karen, final words? Uh, yeah, just pay attention. I'll try to have uh, some more information about this event and other things going on. Uh, I think uh, people have taken disappointment and discouragement and uh you know, they sort of made lemonade out of the lemons because, well, if you give lemons to my partner, Brad, I'll make lemon bars. They're really yummy. But, I mean, people are really <laughs> stepping up to the plate and uh, becoming, you know, emboldened, emboldened by the adversity. Whatever adversity they're going through is emboldened mm. so many people, and that encourages me. Uh, I've had setbacks, but already, uh, you know, things feel like they could go forward. And so I, I think just if you have the, the like, inkling to do something, follow that. See it through. You know, give it a go <laughs> for everyone. I think everyone yeah. listening should, should do that. And, and we, can, we can choose and make the world a better place by our intention. Wonderful. And, Neil, if you would send me the links to all of your websites and updates, I'll put it on the show page, and I'll put it on the YouTube page that gets made for this, and I'll get the word out far and wide. And final words to you, Neil. Yeah, so we are pioneering awareness, all of us collectively, on the disclosure of extraterrestrials, our true ancient origins, our galactic origins, and assisting with the evolution of consciousness. And for a while, I had this rule of non-imposing and just doing my own thing. But at this point, this awareness is sweeping the planet. People are waking up. Other people are out there lost and confused without any grounding because, you know, once the system changes, a lot of what we thought was real, it, we're going to realize it was just an illusion. Plus, we live in an illusion. So it's, so right now is really the time to step up. So I would say to everybody, just follow your passion 100%. Do what you love. Spread your truth to everyone. And if you're interested and want to be a part of what we're doing, please go to our website, portal2extension.org, especially if you're in California. If you're in, like, Southern California you want to meet up, have lunch, hit me up because a lot of people are contacting me and I'm meeting up with a lot of local people to create a movement. So reach out to us. We need people all over the world. If you want to create events in your local communities and have Portal to Extension assist in facilitating that, then also please reach out to us. So let's do this. Love you, everyone.
Okay, love you too. And I'm going to end the show with Planet of Peace by my dear friend, Jaya Earthchild. And thank you and blessings and much love and aloha.
Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 